Today we are in our season of Be Being Secure, where we seek to practice English skills. As we all know, much of our country is quarantined by COVID-19, and in this is a way all remote activities serve to upon and learn from home and take care of ourselves. In this episode, we have a special guest. He will be with us from the capital of Chile, Santiago, and he will share his experience and point of view about international and national basketball. Pedro Vasquez, hello, how are you? Uh, hello, Sebastian. Um, thank you for the invitation. Um, how I told how you say it, my name is Pedro Vasquez. I'm from the capital of Chile, Santiago. I'm 32 years old and I'm the last brother, I'm the last of four brothers in my family. Okay. I am a physical education teacher, but I don't work as a school teacher. My occupation is it's being a referee basketball and also a teacher to young referee basketball. And just a little, uh, a little thing about my family, it's that my, my father worked On, a, on an American comp insurance company. So he speaks to me since I was a little boy, so that's why I can understand I speak in English, but I never had any study in, in this language. So uh, I think this was a really good thing for me because now I can speak with people who speak in English without any study. And this is something really good for me and my career as a referee. Okay, and how do you become a referee basketball? Okay, how is how is this process to become a referee basketball? Uh, I was at the university on my 20s, uh, and my basketball teacher told me about a referee initiation course. Uh, I used to play basketball in my childhood, but uh, I, I trained no more than a year on a club, but That was when I have between 14 to 15 years. And after that, I do different sports. But at the university, my teacher told me about this uh, in referee initiation course. He said to me that it could be a really good opportunity to get a little money to keep studying. And I do the course. I'll, I get in love of basketball and also be a referee. And change this mentality I used to have about basketball because when I was young, uh, for me, basketball, it was more about share with my friends more than a competition or a development of skills. And when I start to be a referee, I start to be a little bit more competitive. I, uh, I encourage me to develop my skills and also sharing with my friends, but a, a little bit more, more tough with me to get better. Do you play basketball? How play? Uh, how play you in a moment, or you are direct referee basketball? <laughs> I used to play, but uh, not at the level I, I, I officiate now. I play at uh, at the school level. I play almost two years, and I used to train on a club for no more than a year. But I I didn't like the competition when I was young. For me, it was too tough, the way the coaches speak to the players, uh, how the public scream. And for me, sports, uh, it was more a, a moment to share with my friends than more than a competition. 
So that's why I stopped playing basketball and started doing other sports who give me that moment to share with my friends on uh, an ambient uh, who was more, who was better to everybody, no, not just uh, uh, a competition who win is the best and who lose are, are bad. Tell us a little about your experience at LNB and the international experience you had, okay? I know that you you are an international basketball referee and your international wheelchair basketball, or no? Yes, yes. Um, I start to officiate as, at the beginning of the 2009. Okay. And, and my career grew up really fast. Uh, in 2012, I became international referee of, on wheelchair basketball. And the next year, 2013, I get my FIBA license. So with no more than four years as a referee, I was already international in two disciplines. And, and this was before to be um, recognized at my, at my own country. So it was a, a situation really special for me, but also was uh, something who put a lot of pressure because I have to, to, to show everybody that I have the skills to be a really good referee. Even if I have the license, I have to do it on court. So um, when I get the FIBA license, I understand that I have to uh, get introduced to my national league. At that moment, I only uh, officiate some games of adults. And the change was really huge. The skills of the players, the pressure of the public, the level of contact, it was completely different than the level I was used to. Okay. It was really dependent for me. My, and, and what I really appreciated a lot that my partners always support me. They share their experience and friendship and they encourage me to be more confident and do my best every game. Okay, yeah, I uh, think that this as uh, our experience that is is very very good because the international level is is different in my opinion at the national level and are uh, now this question is how how was your first uh, game in the national level? You have a nervous and depression, how, how you drive this, this, uh, these emotions? Even now, when I remember those moments, I, I feel it again. It's, it was uh, really demanding for me because I, I understand that having an international license, uh, it's a pressure because you must be as good as an international level even if you don't have the experience. Before me, the, the referees who okay. got the international license... Okay. Uh, I have a problem, they, I have they... a problem. Uh, uh, yes, now I, I solutioned the problem. Who do you think... <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. Okay, how do you think the teams are preparing in this quarantine? Um, I used to speak with a lot of clubs. Um, they are using the technology tools that we have right now to uh, invent different ways to keep training uh, with the help of these tools. So the technology helps us a lot to keep moving. Um, but I 
I know that everyone is really anxious to return to the court. I think this too helps a lot to keep a base training, but we need to get back to the court to recover our level on different ways, the players, the coaches, and also referees. And I think that the, the preparation of, of in this quarantine is, is, is hard because uh, no, it's the same because the, the, the train in the in the gym are different. You can to practice to a, a technical ability and physical ability. And in this quarantine, I think that the, the coaches uh, train is the physical part because to a technical part and tactic part is difficult practice at the home. What do you think about of this? Yes, yes. I think they try to keep a base training on those topics, but they can all uh, grow up a lot more, but also they can uh, work on, on work on, on different uh, different aspects that a player must be. The athlete base it's something that you can work a lot. Also the psychologic uh, the psychologic uh, phase is all is really good to to train in right now. And also you can have a little moment to share with um, with people that you you don't you don't usually share uh, on court because in this country the referees are really really part away from coaches from players so I think something positive about this uh, situation is that now we have a little moments to share and, and speak about different perspective as a player as a referee and as a as a coach, so I think we must uh, improve our tools and and use it to to grow up on this kind of level because the tactics it's really difficult to do it without the core. Okay, and for example, the LNV uh, was in the finals or or no? It was starting the playoff. Yeah, they, playoff or, or or the finals? No, the playoff. They was they was uh, starting the playoff. I think they was uh, yes, they, they was at the beginning of playoff, and they must stop the competition. And now they cancel it. Uh, one month ago, they they announced that. And because this situation uh, doesn't seem to get close, really, really real in one or more month I think it could be a little more time now how do you think the referee are preparing in this quarantine because these years the roles uh, are modifications uh, what do you think that the referee is preparing I think the referees are athletes as the players so they must keep their training uh, also the referees show take this moment out the court to prepare on the different areas that the referee must work on, um, especially in psychological issues, because right now we have a lot of young referees who don't have any so much experience, and maybe this time they can use it to try to, to work on, on these psychological tools. When, so when we go back to the court, they can put it on practice. So I think they ask the players, the coaches, keep their training. Referees, of course, they have to keep their training. 
Okay. And uh, we, whole referee, must have to a good condition for to the game because uh, I need to run for for the plays and, and other things. Is it's very important so to the preparation physical in my opinion in this quarantine because I, I keep a good a good condition physical and I think that the Jose uh, psychological con, uh, condition or heal is the same important because of physical because I don't know say how to motivation loss in this quarantine. Yes, keep the motivation is really really hard. I am the coordinator of uh, my aggregation of referees, and it's really difficult to keep their, their minds uh, with, 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 the, with the feeling to grow up or to training. And I think when you are on a group, it's more easier to, to prepare as a group than to do it alone. So I think a good way to work on this situation when you don't have the, the motivation to do it is to get with some friends or with some referees that you you feel close and try to keep the training we cannot sense that we cannot we are not going to do anything because we, you cannot go out from the house i think that's something wrong I say this because in my case i and this year i i began to arbitration in in the Salsa League, but in uh, this year, uh, pra practically is, is is a loss because I don't can to tell how how year arbitration. Yes, yes, it's, um, nobody knows at this moment when we are going to ba go back to the court, but there will be a moment that we're going to go back, and the players, the coaches, will need prepare referees for that moment. So if we lose this time without preparing, it uh, will be really, really bad for everybody because they will, the players, the coaches will, will want to play. They will want to compete, com to compete and they need prepare referees, physical, psychological, and as human, they must be prepared for this. So this time is not only to be at home doing nothing. I think it's a good time to work on on the the situation that on, on regular season you don't have the time to do it. So depend on each one to you to take this time to um, improve ourselves and, and not just only be at home and do, doing nothing. Now, how has COVID-19 affected you personally? Personally, it had been really difficult. Me and my girlfriend get contagious and the experience was really bad. For me, not so much, but for her, yes, it was really, really bad. She had to be six days at the hospital uh, with an initiation of pneumonia. So that week, it was the worst that I ever had. Uh, lucky for us, now we are, we are okay but the experience was really difficult and we overcome, now we are okay, but it was a moment that where I feel that we're going to lose this battle and it was really, really, really tough. Okay, I, I imagine, I imagine this. And what do you think about the conversation instances that are being carried out 
and such a thought of Enavo and other institutions. What do you think about this? I think this is uh, something positive that the pandemic uh, permitted us because in regular season sometimes there is no time to stop and have meetings with other referees or coaches or players or general public. I think this time uh, is really good to realize that these meetings are important to us. Yesterday I have a, a conversation with other referees um, on Facebook Live when where we speak about uh, the referees on initiation process. And it was a really calm down conversation when we had the time to uh, to share our experience or feelings or so this you cannot do it on court on court you must continue the fluidity of the game and there is no time to stop and speak more calm down about these topics and these topics are really really important especially on initiation part because on, on, on high level all the people know what they're going to but the initiation levels are really really good really important to everybody to the referees to the players to the coaches so have these meetings uh, are, are really good this is something good that the pandemic permitted us and i think we can take this experience as something positive to maintain it after the pandemic goes okay i think that this is this is an and concord with this is a very good because and uh, the shared experience with referee in referee or with the coaches and pub in general public uh, a clear dudes for example step zero new roles and I think that is a stance that are very very good that give the pandemic and in this active in the arbitration how it's a manner how say yeah, yes I think this is a this is the little good stuff that the pandemic had. Of course, it's a really it's a very complicated sanitary situation, but even on bad times, you can have good, good stuff. So I think we can continue with, this, uh, with these meetings uh, or these conversations. I think uh, at level of national, at level of clubs, at level of uh, group of referees, we should continue with this uh, with this conversation or with these meetings because we have the, the tools 20 years ago we cannot do this so now we must use the tool that the technology give us and try to keep us on a high level on a high mindset to keep preparation to when we go back to the core be prepared for that because we love sport, we love to share, to to run, we love to do exercises. So it's even better when you do that, being prepared. Do you think the English is a barrier for referees? For example, in the community with players that are not of or not of talk Spanish or coaches, uh, in the national and international level, is important or or no? It's a barrier. Uh, that's why I speak about my dad at the beginning. Uh, all my family always support me, but that different tool that my dad gave me when I was young, I never realized how important could be when I start my uh, my referee career. When I understand that I could communicate with people who have a lot of barriers, uh, not only at national 
national league level also with with new coaches who came to the country or when you go out and you can uh, you can speak a little more easy what what you want this is a really good tool and also if you don't have it could be a barrier i don't think it's a hard barrier because communication always you can find a way to do it but uh, simplify a lot when you have the opportunity to speak in, in the language or, or a common language with uh, with the player i have a lot of experience in national league when the international players feel frustrated because they cannot communicate with the referees and when i go to them i says i speak english speak to me their face change immediately showing that now they feel a little bit more comfortable because someone uh, understand that i think the understanding is uh, something basic when you are doing a collective sport the communication it's always on different ways so if if you don't have a communication with someone important to the game that can create problems that you can solve with an easy tool as speaking another language okay it's very interesting this because i think that the the all referees for to communicate with player or no not only with basketball because the english in my opinion is the only universal language if i travel at other country i need no english for communicate and i think that the young age is important so to learn english i concur with you yes i i realized this tool was really important no when i was uh, officiating it was in 2011 when there was a world championship for women in Puerto Montt and the week before the tournament i was uh, i was invited to a, to a preparation tournament and there was the french team playing and we have a game where the iran team and the french team it was complaining between them and nobody understand what happened So I was the young referee at that crew and I go to the to the French coach and I and ask him with uh, in English I said what happened that was the only word that I said and he immediately changed their 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 face look at me and said you speak English I said yes and he said to me what it what happened it was because a player had long nails so I go to the player look the nails it was long so i do the substitution and immediately the problem resolved so at that moment i says oh maybe this could be really really important for my career as a referee and the next day <laughs> i was uh, walking on the on the city and i watched so, um, two two old people trying to communicate to someone on the supermarket and i realized there was foreign they speak they don't speak spanish and uh, the cashier all, also don't speak english <laughs> and it was creating a, a little a little problem then because the line get every time more long so i, I go to them and says i speak english can i help you and also have this this face of calm down and feeling like okay someone understand me now i can go out from this problem i resolve the problem the people thank me and i says yes this tool is really important to everybody not only on court 
also in life. In Santiago, where do you work as a referee? You have in you work in institution or, or where? I am the coordinator of referees on head basketball. Okay. We are a young a young institute uh, who who have no more than nine years. Uh, give it not only officiating basketball. We, we are not only referees and official tables. We also help to the competition to to improve their their competitions. We help them with uh, a lot of inside issues to get more sponsors, to develop them more the league, to catch new teams. To so my job is to get. Uh, to prepare the referees, but also we as an uh, institution, we help different associations to uh, grow up and to level up the, 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 the level competition. Now, how will you tell us a bit about of wheelchair basketball, please? Uh, I want now after this, this type. Sorry, what? Call you tell us a bit about wheelchair basketball, please. Oh, wheelchair basketball. That's my that's my love. I, I really, really, really love wheelchair basketball because you think that you you work with disability people. You you when you have your first impression, you think, oh, I'm going to work with people who have a condition or people who have physical uh, impediment. And you realize that the more disability guys are one yourself because you don't have the skills to share with people in another condition. So on everybody basketball, everybody, you know the way that you play. On winter basketball, you don't have the experience before. There is no referees who used to play wheelchair basketball and then they become referees. So it, it, that first impression to give me, it was, um, uh, it was a, a revelation as a person because I, I used to think that I don't have any prejudices or something, bad feelings about something or bad but when you go there, you understand that, oh, you have a lot of barriers to work on. And the personal experience is really, really, really good. The, the playing itself is really, really, really similar to everybody basketball. The, the, the speed of the wheelchairs, the, the way that the players use the wheelchair to move on the court, to do the plays, to to do the screens, to pass and, and go for a shoot is really, really good. Um, I have the lucky to be on the World Championship in uh, 2018 in Germany. And it was really, really amazing to watch the athletes uh, plays at that level. Uh, there is a point then when you, you don't see them as uh, people with disabilities. You just see them as people who want to play sport as best as they can. And that's a, it's a personal grown up who I appreciate a lot. And that's why I like a lot wheelchair basketball because they always see the person before the athlete. And 
that's something that on, on everybody basketball, sometimes it loses. Sometimes the competition is more strong than to respect the people who are on the court. So right. that's why I, I, I love more wheelchair basketball. I haven't experienced to, uh, that to receive two invitations for arbitration and uh, wheelchair basketball, but when I received the invitation, I say, I don't know how arbitration this, uh, because um, in this city uh, that is Angol, exists to a group that the player of wheelchair basketball here uh, they are beginning in, in this in, in this world it's a matter of say and received the invitation uh, because uh, because and they are organized to a championship when I received the invitation I say I don't I don't know how or arbitration this and the The yesterday and of the championship, I I read the rules, but I don't know how say uh, I don't know where make the course for to for to make a referee of wheelchair basketball. Okay, do you think that the this uh, how say course are are I'm sorry, I, I complicated this, this sentences, but no problem. And you want to know how to become a wheelchair basketball referee? Okay, yeah, this. I, I want to become in, in wheelchair basketball referee, but I don't know how how make this. I don't know where okay. the course. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I can help you in this answer. Don't worry, I understand the question. Oh. Uh, as as there is a national federation of everybody basketball that everyone here in Chile we know as FEBA Chile. Also, there is a national federation of wheelchair basketball and the name is FEBA Batch. This is a not so big federation, but we work really close to the Paralympic Committee to develop wheelchair basketball uh, as professional as they can. Me particularly, since two years ago, I am the uh, one on charge in federation of referees. So the process um, starts with uh, with the with the certificate of everybody basketball because the base is the same. So if you are certificate to officiate everybody basketball, now you have to do an introductory uh, course that I give it to everyone who wants and now and at that moment we do the initiation to to get involved in this movement i remember the tournament that we invite you uh, i think it was boris aracena who will speak with you or maybe it could be uh, luis or francisco okay But uh, we, we, we keep in touch. Uh, I, I, I am not the kind of people who like to, be, to do everything. I try to delegate to different people. And we, we try to catch referees who wants to get involved in this movement. And we arrange everything to create the situation to get involved because it's not easier here in our country to do a course as, uh, on everybody basketball because you need teams to play, 
you need you need a, a court situation to to get the initiation so if i try to do it uh, in the way that everybody basketball do it i will have more problems than good situations so what do i do we as a league of wheelchair basketball we understand that in some some games will be new referees and that's why we officiate with three referees that's why you must have the base on everybody basketball because right now the certification uh, on everybody basketball is with three PO with uh, three person officiating so if you have that base you can get inside a, on a wheelchair basketball game and do the, the mechanic as basics and since that moment you start to grow as a wheelchair basketball referee the, the teams know this process must be uh, and they don't have any problem with this on the contrary they are really happy to see everyday new referees so i i take this opportunity to invite you if you want to get inside this movement we don't have any problems now you have my contact so we can uh, when we go back to normality we can see the way to introduce yourself in this movement because it looks hard it maybe it it could be could look maybe a little too much difficult but no it's basketball it's an adapt basketball but uh, on the adaptive sport is the one who get more closer to the everybody uh, sports so or, or they're similar on regular sports wheelchair basketball are the ones who are more close to be as regular basketball than other sports so it's not so difficult if you have the base in in regular basketball the last question what do you feel every time you enter a court and umpiring when the public the coaches and players claims what do you feel i feel exactly exactly the 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 way that i feel on my first game i remember a lot uh, an instructor who unfortunately is not with us and his name is carlos hernandez he was i think one of the most important instructor that i ever had because one day he said to me when you stop uh, feeling this that's the time you must stop because that means you don't care about this so every time i must go inside a court i feel the same anxious i feel the same feelings the difference is that with experience you know how to handle more but you have the feeling because you want to do your best you want to be perfect knowing that you never will be perfect but that that trouble is really satisfying for yourself i think this is something that the referees most keep on their mindset they need to push themselves to be better every day so this feeling this anxious anxious that you feel before a game i have every time i must go inside the court and not only on national league i feel this on school games i feel this on junk 
young players on initiation games or on, on university games on every game that I go as a referee I have the same feeling okay. to finish we went to thanks Pedro for accepting our invitation and in conclusion we can say that basketball was affected in a very rugged and harsh way but in this time of pandemic he comes fears Remember to stay home, and if you must leave, it with all precautionary measures. Pedro, if you want, you can deliver a last message to our listeners. Um, as you say, we must keep safe. We must take all the measures to be healthy and trying to go out only if we need. I understand a lot of the people who must go out because they don't. They need the money to for their families. So I feel bad for those people because it's not a, a minimum person. It's a, it's a really big quantity of people who have this necessity. But, but I also think that we must keep ourselves as much as I can, take all the measures that we needed, and thinking that we can win this battle uh, maybe not in the next month, but maybe in a few months we can, we can go, go back to the court. Okay. Thank you, Pedro. And for the listeners, never forget Beep being secure. Thank you. Thank you, Sebastian. Have a good day.